0: Welcome to a very spooky edition of Put Up Your Spooks.
1: It's Summerween. <laughs> <laughs> the theme this week is Halloween. Why? Well, we just got back from Midsummer Scream, the Halloween convention in Long Beach. And believe it or not, for us dyed-in-the-wool, black-and-orange Halloween-loving fiends, this is about the time when we start getting antsy and uh, counting down the days to that sweet, sweet Halloween. This week, I'm presenting an episode of Tales from the Dark Side, which I'm pumped about because we don't get to cover... A lot of Tales from the Dark Side, it it doesn't get a lot of love. It really is a second-rate, kind of also-ran show, which makes it that much cheesier and delightful. I'm tired of these Goosebumps episodes and Are You Afraid of the Dark with all their slick production values. When you look at a list of all-time best Tales from the Dark Side episodes, you will often find the few focused on Halloween And uh, we're going to explore one of those tonight in an episode called Trick or Treat, written by George Romero. The episode starts off in a dark back room with an old man, Mr. Hackles, who is meeting with some accountants. Now, it's explained that this is at three in the morning and uh, he does his accounting at three in the morning so it won't interfere with business hours. He is such a miser that he actually charges one of the accountants for a second cup of coffee. He shows the men the first penny he ever earned 67 years ago. He has it framed, and he has a huge stack of IOUs. Almost everyone in the town owes him, and he mocks them all. Those people in this valley are content to be downtrodden slaves to their crops, slaves to the weather. They're careless little people, leading careless little lives. Some might think it careless to keep a fortune hidden about in canvas say I don't trust banks. I don't trust anyone. After he uh, takes an IOU from the accountant for the cup of coffee, he freaks out and the lights start flickering and he's shouting about it's cold, it's cold, can't you feel that? The dark. A coldness in the room What is it, Mr. what is it? In the
0: oh, night the
1: And then this grey scabrous skull monster flies down at the accountant's and Mr. Hackle starts laughing his ass off. This is just one of his props, and he tells the guys that it's Halloween, his favorite season. We see his shop the next day, and uh, he runs everything off, strings and wires. It's all done with these Rube Goldberg contraptions because he's such a miserable miserly guy that he just doesn't want any employees and so he kind of builds everything himself does everything himself he only trusts himself a farmer mr kipple and his son billy come in and they're making a payment on their debt It is very clear that their farm has been signed over to mr hackles as collateral so the farmer says that they won't be coming by the house that night but mr hackles says it's a tradition and he insists that all of his customers stop by his house on halloween and send their children in because he hides the ious in there and if the kids can go in they get a chance to find the iou and cancel their parents debt still mr Kipple refuses because he's heard that no one has ever found an iou and he's heard that what happens to the children Mr. Hackles insists that the IOUs are there and that he's never harmed a single child. You'll succeed as long as you remember never to listen to your heart. Never lose sight of your goal. And remember there's nothing as powerful as money. In walks another debtor, Mr. Muldoon. And he comes in and says his boy will be there that night. And he's going to win because he's toughened up with a strap. Mr. Hackles is delighted at the news. He rushes home and starts setting up his house, this Halloween gauntlet of terror. And one by one, hopeful children start entering his house of horrors. And he's kind of watching them on a, on a monitor, and he's pulling all these cables and cranking these knobs. He's got the whole haunted house set up to terrify these kids. And when they're moving through the house looking for the IOU, he's like, you're getting warmer, you're getting warmer. And then he just walks them right into whatever preloaded spook he has planned for them. And so every time he freaks one of these kids out, they run out screaming or crying, and he runs out after them cackling. And he likes to see the look of disappointment on the parents' face. And uh, eventually, Timmy Muldoon comes in. And, and he's flinty. He's full of piss and vinegar. he's He ain't afraid of no spooks. He's been toughened up by the strap. And he is there to find his father's IOU. And so he makes it through quite a few scares but eventually it's too much for him a big mechanical bear comes out he loses his shit and he runs out towards his father and Mr. Hackles cannot wait to see Mr. Muldoon beat the snot out of his kid but Mr. Muldoon just embraces his child and just comforts him and that infuriates Mr. Hackles. He's like, these people are backwards. They don't understand. Meanwhile, at the wholesome Kipple farm, uh, young Billy vows to sneak out and get his father's IOU. So we go back to the House of Horrors where Mr. Hackles is resetting all of his mechanisms. And they're all kind of malfunctioning. They're going haywire. And when that happens, a woman arrives to trick or treat. And she's, her face is all green and gnarly. She's dressed up like a witch. She's really, really hideous looking. But he refuses to let any adults in. But all of a sudden, she floats up into the air and just levitates into his house. Not only that, she magically makes all of the IOUs in the house fly into her hand. This freaks Hackles out, not because he's afraid of the witch or magic but because he's worried about his money so he runs to his safe and there's like this gross pirate guy in like mardi gras beads who's just like hanging out and all the cash explodes out of the safe and gets sucked across the house the money goes into this weird tunnel and there's a devil there like this satanic figure with this twisted (laughs) face in a kind of um Cliche devil outfit, though, which is kind of funny. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, You're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. And Mr. Hackles, true to form, chases the money all the way to, we can presume, hell. And so, right about then, Billy arrives. He's knocking on the door. He's like, Trick or treat, let me in. I want to find my father's IOU. And the witch comes out. And Billy is not afraid. He's like, I know you're really Mr. Hackles. Come on, let me in. And then she floats off and dumps all the cash, all the valuables, all the jewels and IOUs on his head. And he's like, yeah! And then the last shot is in the uh, fake cemetery in the front yard. There's there's now a headstone for Mr. Hackles.
0: So fucking bizarre. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Hackles, he makes every point to tell us that He never hurts anybody, he never cheats, he never steals, he never lies, he's never crooked. He does everything above board, he just- all he asks is that you give him what's owed. And these people are like, you fucking miser, you're a piece of shit, I can't pay you, but you're the asshole. And they're like, I know what you do to the kids. And what he does to the kids is, give them the best haunted house in the entire universe. If I was a kid in that town, I'd be like, yeah, it's Halloween. We get to go to Mr. Hackle's house. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, I'm kind of surprised you're taking the side of Mr. Hackle's.
0: He was fucking mensch, dude. He's, doing, he's, he's bending over backwards to give these kids the greatest Halloween ever. You know. And he never stole from nobody. It's these deadbeat farmers that can't pay their fucking loans. He never stole from anyone.
1: However, it is clear... That he and I missed the whole
0: child beating subtext
1: is very greedy, he loves to he hates everyone
0: you think he's less greedy and more wildly mistrustful
1: uh the only thing he does trust is money, which is the only thing which he, he doesn't which use, he loves.
0: the only thing he uses it for is to build spooky contraptions yeah,
1: which a uh, man after my own heart uh, yeah I'm telling you. But this is my hero. he hates people and he not only delights in lording his control and his financial power over them, he likes to uh, torment them through their children, Freddy Krueger style. <laughs> and, you know, he loves the stress it puts on families. Yeah.
0: And there's the one thing where he's like, the IOUs are hidden in an obvious place, locked up in his wall safe. Uh, Unless you know cash the cash is in the wall safe. Oh, cash is the, in the IOUs
1: wall safe. were up in the chimney, like up in the flue. When the kids were in there, and he's like, "You're getting warmer. You're getting colder. You're getting colder." One of the kids. He was giving them hints and everything. No, one of the kids was going towards the IOUs. Oh, and, and he was, was trying colder. to get them off track. So oh, well, he was. that's a, a, lying that's a little piece mean. of shit. Yeah,
0: that's a little mean.
1: But you know what? He loves Halloween. He so fucking
0: loves Halloween. I gotta
1: give him points there.
0: Yep. And kids are little shits anyway. They lie all the time.
1: Well, they would have done the same. They may have, but I got. I don't say, think it was
0: anything worthy of getting murdered by monsters. He did not get murdered by monsters. Except he, he was kind of holding the town down.
1: Was taken to hell and
0: by witches and pirates by and witches devils, and
1: pirates and stuff. I
0: was like, oh, the town has like figured it out. They're using his own, you know, tricks against him. Right. Way to go, town. But no. It was a real witch, it was a real devil, a real it was a pirate, real pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Who, that, that came out of nowhere. It was like the spirits of Halloween just wanted to save the town. It was
1: either the spirits of Halloween, or, uh, you know, when I said it was like a Diabolus Ex Machina, <laughs> because they totally set up that Billy, righteous Billy, was going to brave the challenge. And, you know, the rule of threes. And he never got that in. He never even got in. inside. Yeah, he, he never even got in and got a chance to, like, prove his bravery and save his father. He, he didn't do anything. He no. was not an active character. In fact, there were no active characters.
0: Except for our hero, Mr. Hackles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I kind of thought that if not one of the kids putting on a mask and, like, turning the tables on him that maybe his contraptions would somehow like trap him or kill him. Sure. Because they almost like set that up where the uh the taxidermied like uh grizzly bear was kind of that spring-loaded bear was kind of malfunctioning oh. and it started to like growl and come towards him and he got a little scared and I was like, "Oh, okay." But no, instead, witches, pirates, and devils came and took them away. And so when
0: I realized it wasn't the townsfolk, like, turning the tables, I was like, oh, is he just, like, delusional? Is he imagining it? But then the witch flew away and threw money onto the little kid. Yeah. So it was all real.
1: Either Billy Kipple went into a fugue state, (laughs) murdered Mr. Hackles, buried him in his own front yard... To get his father's IOU, and the only way he could rationalize it, the horrible thing he'd done, was that it was a witch, a pirate, and a devil, or...
0: Knowing Romero, that was definitely the case.
1: It really had the flavor of an old kind of Christian value story where if you're just bad enough for long enough, the devil just shows up and takes your soul, which is kind of weird because there's no agency, there's no protagonist, there's... There's no story there. It's just someone is wicked. They are punished. Yeah. The end. Uh, so, in a narrative sense, it kind of totally fell apart at the end.
0: Sure did. But, but I, it was the best part. Because that witch was like genuinely creepy. The and witch scary. was super creepy. The All makeup she said was, was awesome. trick or treat over yeah. and over again in a creepy voice. Trick or treat. Trick or
1: treat. Yeah. The the makeup was awesome. The effects, the production design, the haunted house, the monsters and stuff that came out. Everything was super cool. But I felt like they were setting up a really good story. And then they just kind of were like, oh, crap, we got to end this right now. Uh,
0: a witch and a pirate and the devil show up. The end. Like when I write shows. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm at page twenty three, shit. Uh the devil. The, the devil. devil comes
1: in and, and does everything. <laughs> so there's no character growth or anything like that. They created such a cool setting, which was like the house the mechanical house of horrors. And they created such a cool character, which was Mr. Hackles who put the kid through a gauntlet and was tormenting the families. That could have been like a easily a forty five minute, hour long <laughs> episode And instead, they'd like just wrapped it up in 20. My question to you is, how would you have ended it?
0: How would I have ended it? Uh, I mean, I think the kid, the kid or the townsfolk would have had to turn the tables, but they also would have had to deserve to turn the tables. Like you can't just get angry at your, at the guy who loaned you money to bail you out because you can't pay him back. Well,
1: there is such a thing as predatory lending where someone with money entices you to take loans at very high interest rates that you can't pay back.
0: All right. Well, you know you can go elsewhere. You don't have to get go to you the weirdo on the hill.
1: You can't go anywhere else. You know uh, he has nothing to do with the town. banks. What's there's that?
0: Got, there's got to be banks, and he has nothing to do with. Oh, them, that's true. So he doesn't
1: trust the banks.
0: Maybe they, Maybe he was their last resort. Uh,
1: possibly. Yeah. Maybe their credit <laughs> was so Both bad were. they couldn't go anywhere <laughs> else. Um, but you know that one with Mr. Kipple said he wouldn't subject his kid to the House of Horrors, and he's like, well, I may have to raise your rates. I
0: mean, yeah. he was pretty shitty. Well, that's true. I guess talking out of both sides of his mouth, really. Yeah. He was a piece All of right. shit. Well, fair We're enough. We're just
1: blinded by our love of
0: Halloween Had and there our been desire a to yeah. go into... I want to go in that house for sure. The mechanical
1: haunted house. Gideon Hackles was played by Barnard Hughes, who was Grandpa from the Lost Boys. Say hello to the night! <laughs> Before we say hello to the night, I have one last question for you, Ryan. I have uh, another thing to say about this episode, so. How would you psychoanalyze Gideon Hackles
0: from what they portrayed? He's like a huge agoraphobe who. Oh, sidebag. I did think it was funny that. <laughs> Sidespook. I did think it was really funny that that one, like, businessman didn't have four cents to pay for a coffee. I think. I think he did but he he to do an iou instead
1: i i think mr hackle's whole thing was getting ious from people uh, he didn't yeah. just want money what he really wanted was to torture was their debt with he, fun he traded in debt hmm. and he wanted to charge interest
0: because he never spent money anyway so it made no difference to him
1: right all he wanted was to amass power and yeah. fear and
0: his house was kind of a shithole his house was awesome well, it's just a haunted. It's like a mechanical wonderland year-round. He never it's takes like, any of that stuff down. It's like Reign of Terror. I don't know. How would you psychoanalyze him? Well, he was saying... He has, a, some, he has some mild Scroogism.
1: I would say he has a, a pretty advanced, late-stage <laughs> <advanced>. Scroogism. <laughs> um, he said, you know, uh, you can never trust anyone because everyone lets you down.
0: He probably got hurt.
1: I think he got hurt real bad as a kid. The only thing he could trust was money. And uh he you know rants at one point about people uh buying Halloween costumes and said that you know back in when he was a kid he they had to make everything out of burlap bags and stuff, which is I think the the how he got so crafty and good uh-huh. at uh mechanizing things was that he had to fix, build and repair everything sure. on his own.
0: I had a and, burlap bag costume once.
1: Sure. And so he came from like a scrappy upbringing where he was uh, abused, neglected, abandoned, and realized that if you want payback and power in this life, you don't want money. You want debt. Yeah. You want IOUs. And the reason he likes Halloween it's because he likes terrifying people.
0: Let me posit this. What if this is some sort of Wonka scenario where he really needs a protege, someone to pass everything on to, and he's looking for that one special kid who can brave his house of horrors and do what it takes to win. But He, was, he doesn't have any family or children.
1: No, he doesn't even have any employees.
0: And he kind of wants, there's a glint in his eye when that kid says, I can do it. I think he wants a kid to figure it out. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It. I like the dark Wonka. Dark Wonka angle, or Dwonka, if you will. Yeah,
1: the Dwonka angle.
0: <laughs> um, Maybe that's how I'd end the story. I don't
1: know if I could square that with how much he hates people. I mean, and Willy Wonka's pretty them. fucked
0: up and uh, abusive.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, Wonka's like and legit killing people. Yep. Yeah, he kills a lot more people than uh, Dwonka. Dwonka
0: for the win. <laughs>
1: oom ba day coming into my house on Halloween
0: day. Or night. When I was a, a child, I had a pop-up book that was published in 1970. And I hadn't thought about it in a really long time, but this episode reminded me of that book. It was my favorite book, and it was called A Visit to the Haunted House.
1: Ooh!
0: And it's these two kids who are friends, boy and a girl, and they decide on Halloween night they're going to go check out the old haunted house, the halfway house up on the hill because it's halfway between their two towns. And so they get in there, and immediately there's bats, there's ghosts, there's skeletons, there's like a skull falling down the stairs, spooky sounds, rattling chains. And, you know, it's a pop-up book, so you're opening the doors, and the chains are coming out, and the skeleton's head is like coming down the stairs, and it was so awesome. When they finally brave the haunted house, what they find is that there's a little old man in there controlling everything mechanically. There's a juanca. There's a Dwonka, and he's just afraid of people. He thinks they're mean. So he tries to scare them away from his house. And I think this ripped it off because that was published in 1970, and this is from
1: the 80s. Oh, this came out in like 83. Interesting. Well, we don't know when Romero... Romero totally
0: read that pop-up book to his kids. It's possible. And I went looking for the copy of the book today because my friends are having a baby, and they, they requested children's books. But you can only get used copies, and I don't want, like, a copy with snot on it. I don't think it's appropriate to give a used copy to someone's brand new baby.
1: I agree. However, I kind of want to see this book myself. <laughs> yeah. Give me that snot. It's Halloween, gentlemen. Halloween, have you forgotten? My favorite season. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's behind this door? It's an episode of Goosebumps, entitled Attack of the jack o I don't even remember these kids' names. Drew and Drip... Buck the Truck or something? Drip drip Boy. Wiener Dude. Yeah. Some guy whose name is inconsequential. Inconsequential, but you're going to need to give him a nickname. Call him Dirk. So there's a boy and a girl, main characters. The girl is Drew, and she played the violin girl in Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. She did? Sure did. Oh, man. At least according to various internet sources. Now, I chose this episode because in an earlier episode of Put Up Your Spooks, I mentioned entering a contest to win a walk-on role in an episode of Goosebumps. That's right. And that was this episode. Oh, shit. And even on the wiki page for this episode, it says one of the trick-or-treaters is a boy who won a walk-on role.
1: Who was not Ryan Drazi?
0: Who was not. It it says that on the wiki page. I updated it myself. Oh, okay. Um, so there's Drew and her friend, whose name I can't remember, so we call him Dirk, Dirk, and they live in a, a little town where there's been some disappearances, so... Or a
1: town adjacent.
0: Or a town adjacent to a town where there's been some disappearances. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to do this synopsis justice, because uh, it's it's already cloudy in my mind. Tell me
1: when you need me to to tag oh, me. Oh, you'll know.
0: One. You'll okay. know. Um, so it's like the night before Halloween, I believe
1: and Drew is pumped. She cannot believe it's almost Halloween. She's losing her mind. She wants to go trick or treating and uh Dirk, Drippy Dirk is like, "Oh, I don't know if my parents are going to let me go out, you know. Those people got kidnapped." And Drew is like, "Ah, come on. That was like a whole different town and besides, <laughs> those were adults that got kidnapped. That
0: was at least a mile over the <laughs> over the county line.
1: Which is pretty. I, I
0: admired her
1: chutzpah yeah. and her. Well, that's how I mean. it's Halloween trick or treats. Yeah.
0: So their friends, Shane and Shauna, jump out of the bushes and scare them. And then two other kids jump out of the bushes and scare them. And they're like, these fucks. Tabitha we, and they, Lee. These people suck and they, we hate them. So let's invite them to go trick or treating with us.
1: And then they're like, peace out, losers. Scaredy cats. And Shane and Shauna are like, oh, man, are those kids still bullying you? Are they still giving you problems, Drew? And she's like, yeah, th- it's, it's getting worse. Uh, I had a Halloween party, and they showed up as robbers, and they they tricked me into thinking that they were robbing my house. <laughs> Kid and, robbers. It's uh, so, a pretty good prank. <laughs> so Dirk and, and Drew are kind of bummed out that they're just getting harassed by Tabitha and Lee. But fortunately, Shane and Shauna... Who used to live in the area have just stopped by and they're like, hey, we're going to help you get revenge on those bullies. Why don't you invite them out trick-or-treating tomorrow and then we're going to play a real good prank on
0: them. So then they invite them out trick-or-treating and the Tabitha and Trelawney.
1: (laughs) Tabitha and Lee.
0: Tabitha and Lee are like, yeah, we'll go. And then they're like, ugh, are we really going to go trick or treating with these lamos? And Tabitha's like, Yeah, but they're obviously planning something. So we're going to double cross them. So they go out trick or treating, and this old woman invites them into her house and says, Oh, my husband, he loves trick or treaters, but he can't come down. You got to go up there. So they go upstairs, and this lady is like Vink Factor 25,000. And she's like, Go upstairs! Go upstairs! Get in there! Get in there! And I thought she was the voice of the garbage lady from Labyrinth, but she wasn't, because it sounded exactly the same. And so the husband is like a creepy hunchback, like, leper leper troglodyte, who is like, "Ah, you're going to be in costumes forever.
1: And there's a bunch of kids up there in chains. And Shane and
0: Shauna are in there, and they're like, help us, help us. But then it's all a dream.
1: What was great about that scene was that we think this is all an elaborate ruse, to prank Tabitha and Lee and they go up into the house and they see uh Shane and Shauna and they're like, Wait, are these like Shane and Shauna's cousins? Did they Invite all these kids into a Halloween party. What is going on? When are they going to reveal that this is a prank? And then it turns out not to be a prank, and they are going to get captured by this oh, leprous yeah. troglodyte.
0: So it's kind of a, a, a almost a precognitive vision of the future. Yeah,
1: it's a surreal freakout, and I thought it was actually pretty scary. Well, that was the yeah, weird.
0: that was like the scary part. Cut to Halloween Day, Dirk, and what's the kid's real name?
1: I have no idea. Oh,
0: man. Uh, Derek comes to Drew's house, and uh, she comes down. She's super Drew. He's dressed as Dark and Stormy Knight. He's not even a knight. He doesn't even have armor on. He just has a black leather jacket and a water pistol, which he squirts at Drew's dad. And Drew's dad's like, ho, ho, ho you sure got me. Uh, and then the mom, of course, who's always the heavy on TV, is like, I don't think you should be going out. There's been disappearances. And you're like, oh, that's a whole town over. She's like, okay, whatevs. Go for it. So they go out on their way out to trick or treat, and Dirk is still like, "I don't know about this. I'm scared." Blue, blue, blue. And they're walking down the street. They and uh, we cut to Tyrell and Samson, <laughs> Tabitha and Lee, Tabitha and Lee <laughs> who are like, "Do we really have to go trick or treating with these chodes?" And she's like, "Yeah, but we're gonna get them." And then she produces a newspaper printout of the four missing people from the next town over implying that she's going to... Oh, maybe she's going to make them think they're getting kidnapped or something. I don't know, but it's pretty dark.
1: Yeah, they're really Or maybe they're going to murder the, them and leave them in the paper woods. clipping.
0: newspaper uh, clipping. So then they... So Drew and Drip, Derek, Dirk, come up, and they're like, Okay, losers, what do you got? Let's go trick-or-treating. And then two pumpkin monsters burst from the bushes, and they're like, Blah! Blah! And they're like... Oh, great costumes and uh, the pumpkin creatures are like if you want to trick-or-treat we know a better place (laughs) Tabitha and Neil Lee (laughs) Tabitha and Lee. <laughs> Tabitha and Lee are like, okay, sure, we'll go with you. And the pumpkin creatures take them through the woods into this fantasy realm with like pumpkin lights and streamers and awesome it's, decorations it's like everywhere. It's a town
1: that's completely decked out. The
0: town that Halloween remembered.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and they're like, yeah, this is awesome, and they rush off to go trick-or-treating, and the people in the houses are all weird, and I thought the people in the houses were the people from the newspaper printout. At least one of them was, but when I went back and cross-referenced, it didn't seem like they actually were. But anyway, these people are like zombies, and they're like, yeah, I don't have any candy, but then they just dump piles and piles of candy into their bags. and Tabitha Yeah, and this Lee, is like
1: a perfect Halloween night where not only is everything just completely decorated to the nines in awesome Halloween stuff. But every person in every house is just standing there giving you Buckets and buckets, buckets of, of candy. candy.
0: But it was still like Smarties and lollipops. They still weren't given any full-size Snickers. Look, so go- Goosebumps is on a budget. I call bullshit on nope, this town. because
1: there was one house where they were giving out giant novelty-size candy bars. Really? Yes. I missed
0: that part. <laughs> I, all I saw was them like constantly dumping handfuls and armfuls and bucketfuls of small... The, f- the, the, the kind of candy that gathers at the bottom of your sack. And after they leave each house, each person turns into a pumpkin creature.
1: Yeah, their face kind of shifts and morphs 90s morph into effect. a weird pumpkin Jack creature Lantern head. head. Yeah.
0: So then they're like, the night wears on and Tabitha and Lee. Lee are so into it, but they're exhausted and their sacks are full of candy. But every time they turn around, the pumpkin creatures are there. More houses! And they're like, our sacks are full. We can't do any more. And the pumpkin creatures dump the sacks. And then they go, more houses. And the kids are like, cheese it. And so they all run in different directions. Pumpkin creatures are chasing them down. They all gather in a clearing. And the pumpkin creatures get them. And they're shooting fire out of their faces, and they're shooting lightning blasts. And then Tristan and Isolde, they're like... Tabitha and Lee? Tabitha and Lee, (laughs) like, enough is enough. And they try to take the mask off, but it's... The whole head comes off, and the mouth is still moving. And it's like, (laughs) ha ha ha, put on the head. You'll become a pumpkin creature or whatever. So then Tabitha and Lee... Good job. Get genuinely scared and run off into the night and then the pumpkin creatures start laughing and they morph into sean and Shayna. drew is like oh you guys i wasn't sure it was you but then i thought it was but then i thought it wasn't and, oh, what a great prank. And Dirk is Dirk, Dirk is his shitting his minds. pants. How did you? But who? But what? And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're aliens. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, 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 what? And Drew is like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't know that? They, my friends were aliens, then they moved away. They used to be my neighbors. Then they came back. And then they're like, yeah, we love Halloween. It's easy. Uh, it's really fun to be someone else for a day. And then they pull off their Sean and Shayna masks. And they have weird little green stock heads. And then they're like, okay, well, we got to go. So we'll see you next year, Drew. And Drew's like, well, sure you don't want any of this candy? And the aliens go, oh, no, we already had our four-course dinner. We don't eat candy. We eat adult humans. And then Drew's like, what? And they're like, yeah, don't eat too much candy or we'll eat you next year, you bitch. And then they hop on their spaceship and take off. (laughs) So I was like, "What what is these pumpkin creatures plan? Are they going to eat them? No, it seems like they just want them to have more candy. Oh, trick-or-treating. it's trick-or-treating. It's, it's their friends. Okay, I had read a description earlier that said they were aliens. But wait a minute, now they have a third face? And why is their third face a green stock? Like, I, wouldn't it have been more natural that they were aliens who looked like pumpkins? Who could blend in on Halloween? And you had to wear human masks or something? I think that would have been a little too just so. Too, too logical? No,
1: too convenient. I think they were shapeshifting <laughs> That's the aliens.
0: Story. They Well, yeah, I guess. But, who, but, but but they shapeshifted into human form and then tore off human masks. They didn't shapeshift a third time or a second time. Look,
1: they're into, getting into
0: Halloween. <laughs> they love masks. They used to live next door to Drew. And I was like... Well, are there are there green stalks? The part that comes up through the jack o' lantern? No, that's really not the case. It, it doesn't make any sense. I think sense their that true form was the lumpy aliens. green
1: snake booger heads. Obviously, they looked like human children. They could transform into giant jack o' lantern headed monsters with crab claws. Their true form was this kind of lumpy boogery snake creature. Green worm.
0: Yeah, this with green worm eyes and with muppet mouth,
1: bottle eyes and muppet mouth. I. I was really impressed by this episode. <laughs> it was moving and shaken. It was good I luck think, trying to get yeah. ahead of this plot. I
0: think high what the factor on this episode? Yes, um, possibly
1: some of the highest what the factor we've ever yeah. encountered.
0: So I was ragingly disappointed because I watched it through the first time and I wasn't really paying attention because I was working. And I was like, wait a minute, I missed the part where the kid who won the walk-on role walked on. (laughs) So I went back and I found where it would have been and it wasn't there. Then I went to another upload and it wasn't there. Then I went to a third upload and it wasn't there. So what I think must have happened is it got cut for syndication at some point. It would have been the part where they came back from commercial. Yeah, And it was just like B-roll of trick-or-treaters. And uh-huh. the kid walks on screen and says, let's go over there. And then walks off. And then we resume the main action. So mm. Exit you know, stage left. When it got chopped up for reruns or whatever, they must have just taken that part out. So we didn't even see the part that inspired us to pick this episode.
1: Well, I'm glad we did pick this episode because it was awesome. <laughs> super spooky, super weird. Uh, I was
0: disappointed in the Halloween energy in the first half, but the second half had it in spades.
1: I from from the first second where Drew is like, "Oh man, tomorrow's Halloween. I've got my costume. You got to come out with me. I'm so excited." Uh, Halloween energy was high.
0: Yeah, but they went into the dream house and it wasn't decorated. It was just a gray house and stuff no it was a creepy old lady who well, lured it was a creepy them. old house with a creepy old lady but there were no halloween decorations or orange lights
1: you don't need halloween decorations when you have a bunch of children in chains moaning and screaming
0: tell that to the christmas decorations at the hardware store in october my friend
1: when shane and shauna first jump out in the beginning they had a real weird creepy vibe to them
0: when they were pumpkin creatures, or when they no. were oh, the very when they beginning. when they first step out of the woods oh, no, they're fucking and they're aliens. like hi Drew, and she's like oh hey, and I was like what is going on with these kids because they've been speaking to other aliens all year, so they're not they haven't acclimated to uh, human speak again yet. But there
1: was there was a sinister vibe to them. And
0: I was like, wait, are they
1: the bullies, or are Tabitha and Lee the bullies?
0: Yeah, I did think there would be a twist ending where they ended up eating everyone. Well, they might yet still. They may still. That's the sequel.
1: As batshit insane and unpredictable and erratic as this episode was, I think they were playing fair, because when Shane and Shauna come out of the woods after showing you a POV of the abductor that was kind of tracking yeah, them.
0: Which did happen a lot.
1: Which but that was them. Shane and Shauna were the abductors.
0: Yeah, I suppose they were.
1: So when they come out and they're acting all creepy right off the bat, that's playing fair with the audience.
0: With belly full of adult.
1: Yeah. And then um soon after when Drew is like, oh, I, I'm going to invite um, Tabitha and Lee out and I'm going to get my revenge on them. And then she has that weird, surreal nightmare about getting pulled into this Halloween scenario that's much worse than what she imagined. That kind of foreshadows the rest of the episode. Because it's not just pumpkin-headed monsters that jump out and like try to kill them and terrify them. Instead, they bring them to a town where... Trick or treating itself is perverted. What they love about Halloween is made into a torture. Mm. And the kids are made to trick or treat until they are beyond exhaustion and sanity. You know, I think that was giving Tabitha and Lee, these pranksters, a real taste of their own medicine. So I think there was a con- coherent through line sure.
0: of this plot. I started to write a script several years ago where they got stuck on a Halloween road and the. People they were trick-or-treating from were, like, weird, creepy, gray zombies and stuff. I wonder if I just copied it from this.
1: Ghost Road. I remember. yeah.
0: But I never had a motivation for the villain, and so I stopped after the first act. And then I was watching this, and I was thinking, like, what are these villains' motivation? But then, you know, pranks. It it was clear at the end what they were trying to do. But it also leaves you with a real sour note, because now Drew is going to be, like, fucked up for the rest of her life, worrying about aliens that are going to come back and eat her.
1: A- she's right to worry. <laughs> yeah. B, she can prepare now.
0: I suppose, yeah. She can put some spikes through some bats and such.
1: Yeah, although... Um, and they did
0: look pretty... Although they were shooting lightning out of their hands and fire out of their faces, so...
1: Yes, and they're shapeshifters.
0: Yeah, you and never know. And... And masters were, of MI6 Were they masks.
1: the adults that were in the town or were those people victims? I feel of like the, the guy who monsters? said...
0: I feel like the guy who said, I'm almost out, was one of the victims on the newspaper because he looked exactly like him. But then the other people didn't quite look like they had different colored hair and stuff.
1: Do you think the aliens built that whole town?
0: I think the whole town was like a a magic illusion.
1: Yeah, it's very possible.
0: Unless all the victims lived side by side in their houses. Yeah. And after being eaten, were turned into pumpkin shape-shifting creatures. Well, maybe
1: they're devoured slowly. Like a parasitic wasp may, they'd have know. to keep
0: going back. And if they were still in their own houses, then they wouldn't be missing.
1: Maybe they had all the adults swap house. No, I think we have to as-
0: imagine that the whole town was an illusion. But if it was, or then ho- why would solid they bother? Hologram. Why would they bother turning them into pumpkin creatures as soon as the kids walked away?
1: Uh it was very mysterious. Yeah, that
0: part really doesn't hold up.
1: Very Halloweeny. Wow.
0: So be honest, Ryan. Would you want to trick or treat forever? My heart. Is telling me yes, but my body is telling me no. That's fair. Because uh, even as a kid, you're going to get tired after a while.
1: Yeah, you're, g- you're going to have a sugar crash eventually.
0: And you long for the sweet embrace of your own bed, your own comfy, cozy bed, where your feet don't hang over the end because you're not adult yet.
1: All right, Scare Factor for Goosebumps. Attack of the Jack O' Lanterns. Pretty high. Yeah, I'd say pretty high. That dream sequence. Dream was sequence. Messed up.
0: Spooky pumpkins. I don't know.
1: Okay, gross factor. Um, the troglodyte was a
0: little gross. The
1: Luddite, troglodyte. He was all. To uh, he was all messed up. He was all messed up. Okay, what the factor?
0: I mean, yeah, as S- we sky high. Yeah, as we've said, definitely high. Theme of Halloween. Couldn't be more. Couldn't be m- more I Halloween. I don't think
1: it could be higher. <laughs> yeah, this episode brought it. In, in a very big way yep and stem to stern
0: I was pumpkin I was stem to s- pumpkin stern delighted
1: alright for Tales from the Dark Side trick or treat scare factor
0: scare factor front half no scare factor Okay. scare factor back half not even jump scares mm, I don't think so there's that jump maybe scare in the beginning maybe when the monster comes out yeah. is that what you're talking about
1: well there's a jump scare in the beginning where he's freaking out yeah with that the accountants. Yeah. yeah
0: mm, yeah But the witch I found genuinely scary.
1: The witch was really creepy because it was the first adult with, like, really proper horror makeup on. It was, like, a
0: little bit um, psychologically disturbing.
1: Yeah, where she was just kind of staring and and whispering. She wasn't
0: being big and dramatic. The most effective scares in Trails of Terror were the quiet scares. Yeah,
1: the quiet horror.
0: The silent scream is the loudest.
1: (laughs) So... You know, normally we give a big pass and a lot of leeway. We grade on a curve for Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark? We're like, well, if you're a little kid, I think this would be scary. I kind of feel like the target audience for this episode were kids. Think this scares... um, would actually the scare factor would be a little higher?
0: Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, I give it a good scare factor. All right, I think Goosebumps was better. Was scarier? I think scare factor was a little higher, higher? Scare factor, except that Tales from the Dark Side had on-screen implicit murder, and there Goosebumps was, no was only murder. gravestone. Well, well they, they took him. They took they him to took hell, him and then he was away. dead and buried. Yeah, they dragged him to hell. They only in Goosebumps they only talked about eating people. Although implied cannibalism is Much always scary. Higher body count yeah.
1: in Goosebumps four versus one. Geez, should, should body count be a rating?
0: <laughs> Yes, it should. All right. New All rating. Right. Hey, you heard it here first, spooksters. W- All right. What do we call our audience? We never came up with that. You heard it here first. Because P-U-gilists, pugilists are fighters, and it's right. put up your spooks. And P-U is like dead people. Uh, P-U Doors is the smelly. dead
1: people. It's smelly people. No, that's terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, to be continued. Uh huh. Tales from the Dark Side. Gross factor.
0: Yeah, pretty low.
1: Except for the uh, pirate that was kind of a bit a of a bit uh, leprous yeah. Luddite.
0: Uh, pretty high, because it was like, what? What? There's mon- there's real
1: monsters? The premise of an old miser that has the town in uh, extortion. Oh, I guess
0: it was just a Halloween version trip. of, like for real, a Christmas. It was like a Halloween carol, because except we don't that question that there would be ghosts.
1: Except that he's forcing children to participate.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he has Scrooge Scrooge a little boy bondage. to buy him a goose. Well,
1: oh, he's going to pay for the goose. Nah, I, I don't think that's right. Okay, Although he does have advanced late stage Scrooge's. Yep.
0: Scrooge factor, high.
1: Scare factor, mediocre.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Higher than it normally would be because I think it's hitting that target audience of
0: kids. Like a good cup of coffee with a bug in it.
1: Exactly.
0: Gross factor, low. Also, like, a good cup of coffee with a bug in it. Uh,
1: what the factor? I think it was an odd premise. 75%. Of having this crazy miser who had this, like, uh, haunted house full of contraptions. Yeah. Pretty weird. But they also, like, spent a lot of time setting it up. Yeah. It's a tradition. He does it every year gets off on it where it really earns its what the factor is at the end where actual monsters and yeah, devils start exactly. just showing up out of nowhere
0: and he had his hallucination in the beginning with the businessman and I was like "Ooh, this guy is genuinely crazy but then he was like I got you good <laughs> yeah uh, so he wasn't hallucinating and he wasn't going crazy but it would have set up nicely unless h- the whole thing was a Jacob's Ladder scenario yeah. and he died alone in this. house it would have set up nicely him being beset by demons you know right. demons of his own design and
1: and theme the theme of Halloween, how well did it fare?
0: uh good, not great the The, the Halloween was really only at the very end.: Well it was Halloween night for like 10 minutes and then he died.: Well, no, it was
1: Halloween the whole time because he he surprises oh, the accountants. Right. He says it's Halloween.:
0: right, 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 right. okay. So, it so was You got a little taste up front,
1: Halloween throughout. And still was, no
0: orange lighting anywhere
1: all designed around the Halloween and scaring people. Mm-hmm. But, I gotta say, he was kind of twisting the joys of Halloween for his own nefarious power play.
0: Yeah. The, ha- the halloween energy was lower than in Goosebumps. Goosebumps made me want to go trick-or-treating, and... Tales but from you the dark were, side:
1: just just minutes ago. You were you were clamoring to get into Mister Hackles' well, haunted house. I'm not saying I
0: wouldn't go into his haunted house. We but should you, recreate you, that. for... You, you were uh, hailing
1: the man as a hero.
0: He is a hero. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. Well, I think that gives it's the him kind of
0: it's a summer haunted house for sure.
1: One extra point of of Halloween <laughs> energy. However, I, I I concede this week's put up your spooks to goosebumps. <laughs>
0: And the winner by a knockout, the attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns! Trick or treat! Trick! Trick. (laughs) Rerun for your life!